0: andre hutchins and this is episode 10 that's right 10 10 episodes we finally made it to double digits but today today i have the pleasure of introducing a longtime friend and big supporter of the podcast he's going to review a movie with me today and he is none other than parker johnson parker johnson how is it going
1: it's going good how are you
0: hey not bad not bad man Uh, thanks for joining me on this early saturday morning
1: (laughs) oh no problem (laughs) hey
0: well you excited to be here or what
1: oh heck yeah
0: well good i'm excited that you are gonna finally be on a podcast with me i feel like from day one from day one you you were telling me hey let's review a movie
1: (laughs) yeah and then you didn't go see it
0: I know, I know. Tell everyone uh, what movie you wanted me to go see.
1: Uh, We were going to review Logan together.
0: We were going to review Logan together, and I just, I was kind of behind in movies, you know, in in the movies that I wanted to see and review, and I kept telling myself, okay, I'm going to go see this weekend. I'm going to go see it this weekend. And then, all of a sudden, it was just gone. It was gone. It was no longer in theaters. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, tell tell us. Uh, since I'm probably not going to review that movie on Backseat Directors, tell us your uh, just give us like your quick opinion of Logan.
1: Um, it would probably the best superhero movie I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, specifically because it wasn't a superhero movie. Um, it was more focused on the character themselves rather than the doomsday plot like the stakes were really small and really intimate oh really? So that allowed, but that allowed us to see the character as actual human being who just happened to have
0: and not this like ex- almighty human that yeah yeah now that's interesting now that's that's yeah. that's really intriguing i i I definitely am gonna see the movie. Uh, you know, I'll probably just wait until it's on video and then and then get it. Is is it a movie worth buying? Yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna buy it when it comes out?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm gonna buy it.
0: <laughs> <late>. <laughs> okay, so your your recommendation, if it was still in theaters, what would you tell people?
1: Go definitely go see it.
0: <laughs> okay, so basically, people are gonna get a two for one out of this out of this podcast. <laughs> okay. Parker, so our listeners can get to know you and what kind of movie buff you are. We're going to ask you some get to know you questions. Are you All ready? Right. Yeah. All right, let's do it.
1: Now it's time for some get to know you questions.
0: Okay, Parker, question number one, what is your desert Island movie?
1: Oh, okay. That's always a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have to say if I'm trapped on a desert island, the movie I would want to watch from the rest of my life will probably be the new Beauty and the Beast movie. Wow. Mm. Wow. Really? Yeah. Um, It has a a little bit of everything. It has um, really gorgeous music. It has Emma Watson. (laughs) <laughs> which would be really nice.
0: You mean really gorgeous music and really gorgeous Emma Watson? Is that what you mean?
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I, Being the Beast was always one of my favorite Disney movies, so will little bit of nostalgia there, and I would never really get bored of it. Nice. That's a,
0: that's a great answer. So uh, yeah. how many times did you see it in theaters? Did you see it more than once?
1: I saw it twice.
0: Uh, did you get to see the uh, sing-along version? Oh, no. <laughs> That's okay. Amy and I saw it twice, and um, you know, we we saw it. I think we saw it opening weekend, and then we went and saw the sing along. And The sing along was okay. I I, oh, I think they, I think the first time they did a sing along was with Moana, at least from what I can recall. I might be I wrong. Think,
1: um, I think it might have been Frozen. Oh oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah.
0: Actually, I think you're right. And yeah. yeah, and that maybe have spurred Disney to kind of you know release an alternate. You know, sing along version of theater, but it was okay. Like, yeah, I think Amy and I sing along with like maybe two songs, and then we just forgot to sing because we were just enjoying watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, good answer. All right, Parker, question number two: What is your favorite movie theater snack?
1: Well, other than popcorn, which like everyone can, I would have to say licorice.
0: Really? Okay. Well, what kind though? When you say licorice, what flavor?
1: Um, cherry, uh,
0: So licorice, not red vines, but licorice like Twizzlers.
1: Yeah, like choice words. Nice,
0: good choice, good choice. Okay, Parker, question number three. What was the first movie that made you cry? Can you remember?
1: Oh, dang it. <laughs> well, um, go <laughs> so, like cry like emotional or cry because I, okay. I have a e- either, weird either thing, one, Either yeah. one, either okay. one.
0: I mean, you it, cry from sadness or cry from joy. It just, yeah, first movie I've, that made you cry.
1: I think the, like, the one I remember is I went and got up at Disney World.
0: Oh, and really? I
1: know I didn't know anything about it. I, I, all I knew was, like, oh, this is a movie about a floating house. <laughs> and we walked in. And ten minutes later, I turned to my dad. I'm like, what did you take me to?
0: <laughs> like, wait, you, you asked him that because, like, you were excited or, or what? No,
1: like, ten minutes into the movie where oh yes wife well yeah no that,
0: the the first yeah those first 10 minutes plucks at your heartstrings doesn't it yeah no yeah so i so so really up up made you cry huh yeah no that's good that's good no you know up up is probably one of the more um i i would say heartfelt and intricate pixar movies ever made it it, it was really good it was mm-hmm. really good and then obviously you have uh oh, what what was the dog's name the talking dog's name oh Doug oh Doug yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay okay good answer okay question uh, question number four Parker do you have a favorite director and or actor?
1: Ooh. Go my favorite actor would probably be Ruffle Crow. Wow nice yeah good yeah. choice. Um my favorite director, um. So his name is Darren Arbentrusky. I can't, per- it's a really long, really confusing last name. But <laughs> okay, he was okay. the director of Noah and the Fountain.
0: Noah and the Fountain? Oh, yeah. no! Noah. Noah, like the Russell Crowe yeah. Noah. And then yeah. the Fountain. Did the Fountain have Hugh Jackman in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I, I do remember seeing like trailers for it.
1: Yeah, I really like him because he takes the mythol, religious mythology that we're used to, and he uses that mythology to create a uh, a story and um, a theme sort of um based around the mythol, using the mythology without actual, without necessarily using the theme from the mythology. Yeah. Itself.
0: If that make sense well yes it, yeah. oh it oh it does it does make sense <laughs> no yeah. and i think i think that's good because i mean goodness if if you like the movie noah then i think uh our review of this of this week's movie is going to be it's going to be pretty different because
1: <laughs> i did not like <laughs> noah <Yeah. laughs> uh- Okay. Really, um, I
0: thought for sure you would. No. Oh my gosh. Oh. Okay. And that's that's a separate discussion. We'll we'll have that discussion. Okay, offline. Yeah. But, oh my goodness. Hey, and that's okay. Yeah. To each his own. Everybody has their own different opinions, and that's just mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Parker. Last question, and a pivotal question. If you mm-hmm. could change the ending of any movie, which would it be, and how would you change it?
1: Ah, uh, I am Legend. Oh
0: really? The Will Smith movie.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um I was I really liked the movie until I saw the alternate ending and then I was really mad. <laughs> <laughs> because you like
0: the alternate ending more?
1: Yeah, the alternate ending where Will Smith like actually figures out that the zombies are actually capable of human emotion and that they were in their eyes rescuing the one he was trying to cure. Well, I,
0: I thought I thought that was that was part of the the original theatrical ending already.
1: No, it wasn't. Really? Like, in the acting ending the the original theatrical ending he broke everything up. But, right,
0: right because there well but you know what I I'm, I'm going to have to go back and watch that because yeah. I haven't seen it in a few years but yeah, no that's that's really good and yeah. I I don't know if I've watched the alternate ending. I know on my movie it has it. I just don't know if I've seen it yet.
1: Yeah. What's really interesting is the alternate ending is where the movie title comes from. Because in the book, that was the original ending from the book. And yeah. the character actually, because I realized I had become a legend to them. Because I was lack a human and they had evolved into something different.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Huh. Huh.
1: Now I, I I
0: saw that movie in the theater in, in, when it came out in theaters, and I I don't remember the last time that I have jumped so high and just like like just where I was startled so bad in a movie. But man, there are a couple of scenes I remember in that movie that just oh my gosh, it made me jump out of my seat. It was that was a good movie. I really like that movie. Yeah, and all good answers, Parker. Fantastic. Okay, Parker. So. Uh yeah, our listeners have gotten to know you a little bit. So now let's jump into this week's movie.
1: Backseat Directors presents this
0: week's movie. And this week's movie is The Circle.
1: Movie details.
0: Based on the 2013 fictional book by Dave Eggers, The Circle tells the story of Mae Holland, a young woman who dreams of bigger things for her career. As May leaves her mundane job behind, she begins a new adventure with the largest tech company in the world called The Circle. Life at The Circle seems very fun and utopian looking in from the outside, but there is a darkness that overshadows everything The Circle is doing. May becomes an ever-integral part of The Circle company, as her decisions will have an effect on millions and millions of people all over the world. The Circle was released into U.S. theaters on April 28, 2017. It has a running time of one hour and 50 minutes, and it is rated PG-13 for a asexual situation, brief, brief strong language, and some thematic elements, including drug use. So um, just for parents uh, curious about, you know, whether or not the movie is appropriate for young kids or wh- wh- however old your children are that may want to go see the movie, um, I-, I do stress that when it says for a- sexual situation, it means singular, there is one, and it is brief. And even though when it happened in the movie, it was kind of funny, it actually, um, it actually kind of, it adds a lot of depth to the story. And so this is a minor spoiler. So for anyone who doesn't want to hear this. Again, it's just a very minor spoiler. I'm just going to describe the sexual situation. May's parents agree to have cameras set up in their home so people can see their daily lives and just kind of how life is for them. And uh, the circle agreed not to put cameras in their bedroom, but they did. And you see them having sex, but it's for like one second, maybe two seconds. There is no nudity um, and it is very brief. And so, yeah, uh, minor spoiler, but for parents who wanted to know, that's what happens. The Circle stars Emma Watson as May Holland, Bill Paxton as Vinnie Holland, uh, Emma Watson's dad, Tom Hanks as Bailey, and John Boyega as Ty. So uh, um, Parker and I go into this in a little bit more detail uh, in, in our review, but I just wanted to just make another just kind of shout out to Bill Paxton. So this was actually Bill Paxton's last movie uh, before he passed away. And I thoroughly enjoyed every movie that I've seen that has Bill Paxton in it. I thought he was a great actor. Uh, I thought he was a very likable person. And that just might be from, you know, the characters that he's played in his movies and whatever the case, uh, just rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Thank you for the awesome work that you have done for uh, everybody to enjoy, and yeah, just thank you. So uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson, she kind of plays a different role in this movie, at least from what most people would be used to, you know, from Hermione Granger in Harry Potter, or most recently as Belle in Beauty and the Beast, Um, and so does Tom Hanks. So Tom Hanks, uh, I think this may be the first movie that I at least that I can remember where he kind of plays the bad guy. And so it's kind of a new light for him as well. I thought he did a decent job. Then John Boyega, um, even though I say the movie stars John Boyega, uh, uh, I I guess this is another minor spoiler, but (laughs) in in all actuality, I I can't say that it stars John Boyega because he literally is in this movie for maybe no more than five minutes, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, the Circle is directed by John, uh, James uh, Ponzolt. I'm not I'm not too familiar with any of the work that Ponzolt has done previously, except for maybe just an episode that he directed in the hit TV series Parenthood. Uh, the Circle had a production budget of an estimated $18 million. And uh, on opening weekend in the U.S., The Circle grossed over $9 million. And to date, the film has pulled in approximately $18 million worldwide, which is not too shabby. Um, seeming from the reviews and ratings that the movie has currently received. Okay, Parker, now on to our movie review.
1: Backseat directors, movie
0: review. Alright, Parker. Here we go. We're gonna review the circle.
1: Okay. I'll do this.
0: <laughs> okay, when okay, when did when did you go see this movie?
1: I went and got it last weekend, I think.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so and Amy and I, we haven't. It, it was pretty recent too. We we saw it on Tuesday. It's now Saturday, so it's only been a few days. Um, what was your initial reaction after seeing the movie? Your first thoughts?
1: Um, my first thought that it was a really cool movie. It was a really it it was a uh, it was a really good movie, although it had a potential to be better. But I, overall, I really enjoyed it.
0: Okay, so my first thoughts were these: man, today's society, today's society, you do not have to be religious to be a part of a cult. You know, because people <laughs> usually associate cults with religious or you know religious overtones or whatever. But that basically. All you have to do is work for Google or Facebook, and you're a part of the biggest <laughs> cult in the world.
1: <laughs> uh, it was kind of funny. Like my my initial thought was, like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I'm kind of terrified from where our society is going, <laughs> well,
0: where it's going, or where where it is right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I agree with you. I I there, there were okay. So just because this is our first thoughts, my my first thoughts were yeah, like man our our society we're we're in this weird place just with our relationship with technology and our dependence on technology like our total dependence on technology but also my first thoughts after walking out of the movie was what 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 was the point of the movie and i and <laughs> yes. i mean i mean like what was the point as in the movie was building up to this climax that it never, never happened happened. Yeah. It never happened. And so when the movie ended, I was so surprised that it was over because I was fully expecting another 20 or 25 minutes of the movie to continue. And I know, then all of a sudden right? it was over. And I was like, what was the point? <laughs> yeah. So those, those were my first thoughts. Those are my yeah. first thoughts. Okay. Um, Oh, hey question did you know did you know that this movie was based on a book
1: yeah I did actually. okay
0: yeah I, I I did not know I, I I just actually was just on you know my research before our our podcast I, I learned that yeah it was based on a book but okay Parker let's uh, let's let's keep going what what were your critiques of the movie tell, tell me some of the things you didn't like
1: go so you kind of already got my biggest one. Um and this is spoiler free, but I felt like the entire movie was built was um building up the theme, the idea, and building up to the climax and literally the last thirty seconds of the movie went, Oh, by the way, nope and then the movie like, <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. Like the credits started rolling, I'm like, Wait, what? <laughs> like uh, <laughs> and, and and it kind of goes into my other other um critique where they had several plot points that didn't go anywhere right like, like um go in the trailer um john Boyea character thing from star wars he mentioned oh they're hiding all this um all the information to you got their own will. But we never, and in the end, it, they kind of insinuate that the, the head of the company was doing something nefarious with it. Right. But they never really explained what they were doing. Nope. Nope. Like, <laughs> and then, and then, the, yeah. And, and then, um, um, uh, my other one, one, my other critique is Emma Watson's boyfriend. well, her friend um mercer mercer yeah Yeah. weird name um (laughs) they like at the beginning of the movie like the the feeling i was getting he was like like um it was like kind of like an unrequited love where he had a crush on her but she didn't really want anything to do with him and then they play it out like oh they're really good friends but i never really got yeah, no. Yeah, very early yeah.
0: on. Yeah, and and I don't consider this a spoiler. Very early yeah. on, Emma's parents or May May Holland, yeah. her parents are like trying to set them up. Like they're trying, they're trying to convince her to start dating Mercer. But like, yeah. yeah, like, and it says that they've been lifelong friends. But yeah, no, that that was a confusing plot point as well.
1: Yeah, and then and and then you have um Karen Gilgan's character. Oh, I forgot what her character name. Is. Was um, that
0: was that um, was that Emma Watson's friend?
1: Yeah, the redhead.
0: Yeah, so yeah, her character yeah. name was Annie.
1: Annie. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have Annie who, the company is taking to do all the, thinking of in country, she's getting worn out and tired, and you were uh, from like from the trailer from from. Just the movie you would you would think that she was pivotal and like helping to helping bring to light all these nefarious things the company's doing, but then just like all the other plot points, it kind of just thinkled out and we're left to go like, wait, what was the point? Yes. But, <laughs> yes. I, yeah.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, any any other any other critiques or uh, uh things you, you want to point out? Okay. So here here are my critiques and you and you and you definitely touched on some of mine already as well. Mm. Uh, obviously, yeah, but, you know, from both of yours and my initial thoughts, you know, after seeing the movie is like, "Well, the, the ending was just it just completely fell flat. It it was building to something that never ever transpired, right? And and, and the movie ends abruptly and you and I was just left I was just left scratching my head. So that that was one of my biggest critiques. Um gosh, John Boyega. I was so excited to see him outside of a star Wars movie. Cause the first movie I ever saw him in was yeah. Finn is star- in star Wars, the force yeah. awakens. And this is the first time I've ever seen him outside of that. And, and in, in the previews, they introduce him or show him probably to just kind of draw viewers in and say, Ooh, look, we got John Boyega in this movie, but he has maybe five lines in the movie total and yeah. he's hardly in the movie and i was so bummed that you barely get to see him and they build his character as if he's going to be someone very pivotal in the movie and just like the ending his character fell very flat yeah. you know so that that was one of my critiques i i got two more so <laughs>
1: <laughs> buckle up <laughs>
0: no 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 i mean i i mean for me personally i think these are fair just because yeah okay um my next critique is there's a lot of big name actors in this movie right you got tom hanks you got emma watson john boyega you have bill paxton do you know this was bill actually you know what before i say this i just want to make sure it's true so the last movie The last movie that Bill Paxton did before he passed away, rest in peace, Bill Paxton, was *The Circle*. That was his last movie. Oh. (laughs) And and so when Amy and I when Amy and I were in the theater and his character comes on screen, I actually didn't recognize him at first. Who
1: who did he play? He
0: he played Emma Watson's dad.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's Bill Paxton, and. And so you have, you have all these big name actors in the movie. And I felt like, I felt like this movie was, was marketed in a way to say, look, everyone look at all these awesome actors. We have really well-known actors. We're going to put them all in a movie. And that's why you should come and see it. Not because this movie is actually good or it has a strong story, but because there are big name actors. And so I just, I felt like more effort was given to the movie to to you know, pay these actors to appear in the movie than to actually create a good story, and yeah. and that was that was disappointing. My last one, and you, again, you've already touched on this. So many plot holes. Oh my goodness, there are so <laughs> many plot holes. And yes, it, I, I'm glad you touched on um, Emma Watson's friend in the movie May, just because that that was that was a big plot hole for me. Um, the my my biggest gripe though in terms of like plot issues. And I think you already touched on this as well. The circle is such a big company, you know, like we're talking like if you combine Facebook, Google and Apple, like all into one company, that would be the circle. Right. And yeah. so in terms of technology and internet presence and influence in people's lives, these, the circle is everywhere in in the world right Mm -hmm. and yet there are so many things in the movie that they do that have no legal ramifications whatsoever yeah it's like they can get away with anything and and the law just turns a blind eye and i just it just it really irked me because there's no way that a company in today's real world could do some of the things that they did in the movie and not have the government and the law just come down on them hard, and there was there just there was there were no consequences for anything that they did, and that really bugged me. So, yeah. so yeah, so those those were my critiques. All right, and anything okay. else you want to say before we go into highlights?
1: Um, no.
0: Okay, highlights. Go ahead, you first, Parker.
1: Okay, I think this movie was all the actors portrayed the characters well. All of them did really phenomenal acting. That was one thing came, that came out of the theater and Like, even, i might like, even though they kind of fell flat, all the actors were really good. I didn't get a sense that none of them were trying. Right. Like they were all were trying really hard. And that, okay. that's what made it enjoyable to me is all the acting was very, very well done. Um, the second thing I liked, um, I don't know if you've seen the movie um, or heard about um, Snowden. It's based off the life of. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, I, I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Um, hmm. what what's his name plays Snowden? Um,
1: um Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
0: Yes, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I have not seen the movie.
1: Yeah, so but well, a couple. Back when all of that was in the range, I did, uh, I watched that movie, I did some research on Edward Snowden and what he uncovered with the CIA and the NSA and um, just about how much people can spy um, through our technology and how very little we as a society are concerned about it. Yeah. And I thought the movie did a very good job in portraying it that attitude as well as portraying the attitude of how often we're connected and how often we're on our phones or on computers and how little um human interaction we really get.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: Like um and one of the things that at the point I'm just like, man, this movie terrifies me is um how um how we a uh, of are judged on like how connected we are online, like um, even in my work, I work at a host and a dishwasher in a restaurant. Yep. But uh, online, we have an online forum that we're supposed to be using for training. But in addition to our training videos, we have um, we have like uh, like a fake. Facebook type wall where we can celebrate our accomplishments and congratulate other people and like put on a, like a recipe for the food in our restaurant. It's like our own private restaurant version of Facebook. Right. I'm just like, I don't need this. Like, why would I do this? <laughs> like, like, I just want to do the training videos and get paid and go home. Like, <laughs> But like so i think I think the movie was very true to life on how um i know um in depth in depth um being online company conform can get right uh, without we uh without really us knowing that our privacy is being invaded right
0: yeah okay parker um- I- any other highlights
1: um I'm a walking call like a highlight. <laughs>
0: anyway. I, th- I think you're just saying that for your affinity for Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> uh, uh, oh
1: and, and Tom Hank. I was actually really surprised to see Tom Hank being a villainous role, even though I didn't re- I thought he did a really good job, although we didn't realize we didn't ever get to see what he was really doing. I thought he portrayed the role of a villain really well.
0: Yeah, it's very uncommon that you actually see Tom Hanks in the bad guy role. You know, he's he's always yeah. the good guy, <laughs> always. <laughs> um, okay, here are my highlights, and, and uh, these are the just kind of the major things I wanted to point out. The person I was impressed with the most in terms of acting was actually Bill Paxton, and um, one of the reasons is because in the movie, as uh, Emma Watson's dad, Bill Paxton has MS. Like that, that's, that's a part of his character and my goodness, he was so good. He didn't have, he didn't have a huge role in the movie, but he, he was a pivotal character in the movie in terms of how he influenced the main character, Emma Watson. And his acting was just so good. It was so good. And if this was his last movie, I give him huge credit and huge kudos for the job that he did. I I was, I was thoroughly impressed by, by his performance. I really was. And, you know, if, um, if he gets recognized, you know, obviously when they have, when they have the Oscars, you know, they, they do those videos of who we lost this year, you know, Bill Pax's name will be up there, but I hope, I really hope that they recognize him in at least nominating him for, you, you know, kind of one of those supporting actor roles, uh, within a movie, uh, just because I, I really was, I really was impressed. It, it, he did a great job, so that that's one of my biggest highlights. Um, my probably just the last thing my, in terms of highlights is just kind of what you were touching on already. The movie does have a very intriguing and thought-provoking, um, um, just uh, I, I guess main plot point, and that is. It's just how much in technology can influence us and and does influence us currently in our lives. And is that good? And is that bad? Right. And so, you know, in in today's world, you know, with all the technology we have with iPhones and iPads and whatever else, you know, they're, they're always touted as stay connected more than you ever have before. Right. That you can stay connected with your friends and family more than ever and yet and yet they say that we're connected and we spend so much time on with and our, you know with our faces stuck in uh, in screens that we are more disconnected with society and people than ever before that when we when we are are sitting down in school and we're bored or we're sitting down at a bus stop, and we're just waiting for a couple minutes or we're sitting down in church or we're sitting down, you know, in our beds, like, like we're, we're, we're in bed with our spouse. And what are we doing? We are glued, just glued to our phones all the time. And that, that is a, a one of the main things that this movie brings up is just, you know, what, how much good is technology actually in our lives and how, you know, what does it actually benefit us? And obviously, yes, there's the issues of invasion of privacy, and how much, how much, um, um, what do you call it? How much access should these companies and even the government itself have in our lives in terms of just knowing about us? And yeah, these are all just pivotal questions that the movie does make you think about. I just it just was not executed well it yeah. and, and there were so many issues just within the main storyline in the plot itself that i i think you said this you know early on that the movie had a lot of potential and it just was never realized so i, I you know it, yeah i mean yeah there, there there are good questions that the movie makes you ask and there are some highlights i just overall for me i, I was disappointed but Okay, Parker. Any final thoughts before we move on to our backseat director's recommendation?
1: Nope, I think that's good.
0: Okay, well, same here. All right, Parker, let's let's share everyone. Uh, let's share with everyone our backseat director's recommendation.
1: Our recommendation.
0: Parker, is this movie a go see it? Meaning, it's worth seeing in theaters and paying your ticket price. Is it a maybe wait? Meaning. Maybe go see it. You might enjoy it, but it it's probably worth waiting until it comes out on video. Or is it a no go? Don't see it in theater. You're probably not gonna like this movie, even if you do wait for it to come out to Redbox or something like
1: that. I would say wait to go see it.
0: Oh, so a maybe wait?
1: Yeah, maybe wait. Okay, give
0: us give us uh, give us your
1: reasoning. Um, even though it did fall flat, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's so awful that that don't, don't waste your time. I think that the acting by Emma Watson and Bill Paxton, I think the acting was really good, and I think that it, I think just the world building of the company and how you can see all the all the interaction on screen was intriguing enough that you can enjoy the feel of the movie and the acting. Um. For a, for. A, for like a red box, no, it was I. The impression I had when I got out the theater was, yeah, this is a movie I rent, but not one that I would go pay to go see in a the theater. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Very fair. Very good assessment. Good recommendation. <laughs> However, Parker, I am going to give a different recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> so since this movie was based off a of book, like most movies based off of books the book is probably a lot better than the movie. So if you are interested in the story, my recommendation would be maybe go read the book instead. (laughs) I, I'm going to give this a no go recommendation. I just, I, I had, I known how little I was actually going to like the movie. I probably would have not even rented it once it comes out on Redbox. And so my recommendation is a no-go. If you do have interest in the story, maybe read the book. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, thank you, man. Thank you so much. This has been a podcast. You did great. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Hey, it pleasure. Yeah. Well, it, pleasure was all mine, man. My pleasure was all mine. Okay, well before we go, um Parker, and if our listeners want to reach out to you and continue today's discussion on the circle or if they want to follow you on social media, how can they get a hold of you?
1: Um <clears throat> I'm on Facebook, I'm doing Parker Ryan Johnson.
0: Well, very good. Well, what else? What there's there's another group you have on Facebook. You're not you're not oh. giving us
1: all the details.
0: <laughs> oh, that <laughs> specifically movie discussions
1: uh, yeah that is my private movie discussion group so if you would like to get in on that you will have to add me on facebook and i'll have to make sure i'll have to approve you from them
0: well very good well thank you parker i i i i love talking movies with you it's fun being a part of that facebook group it's fun seeing what you guys post on there and just your interaction and discussion on all things movies <laughs> Now I, I think it's fantastic so yeah listeners go out there follow parker uh adam on facebook maybe you'll be lucky enough to join uh his Private movie discussion group (laughs) and uh and follow backseat directors on social media even though uh we just talked about the circle and how terrible technology is in our (laughs) lives don't listen to anything we said and follow us anyway (laughs) you can follow us on instagram facebook or twitter our handle is the same on all three it's at the bd podcast and, yeah, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Stay up to date with every new episode that comes out. iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and Stitcher. Um, you can find us on any of those podcast outlets. And just like Parker did, uh, if there's a movie you want to review with me, just, just give me a shout-out. Send me a direct message or wait until uh, I, I post on Instagram or Facebook on which movies I'm going to see next. And if you've seen it, let me know, and we'll do a review. And uh, you'll be on the show just like Parker. So uh, on behalf of Parker and myself, this has been Backseat Directors and we'll see you next week at the movies.
1: Backseat Directors theme song is Let's Go to the Movies by Ozo Motley. You can find the album, Ozo Motley Presents Ozo Kids and all of their other music on iTunes. Join the conversation online and follow Backseat Directors on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The BD Podcast.